0: welcome to the pro hockey alumni podcast the voice of hockey legends this is the classic hockey show for classic hockey fans we celebrate the history of the game with stories told by the select few who actually lived it get ready for an all-access pass to the heart of the hockey universe Episode 45 of the Pro Hockey Alumni Podcast is a tribute to seven-year NHL pro Mike Christie, who passed away on July 11, 2019. Born in Big Spring, Texas and raised in Calgary, Alberta, Mike was the first native Texan to play in the NHL, although it was strictly a technicality as his father was a Canadian citizen working for an American oil company and Mike grew up in Canada. Before turning pro, Mike played for the University of Denver, becoming a first-team All-American in 1971, as well as being chosen to the U.S. National Team at the 1972 Ice Hockey World Championship. Mike then played two seasons with the Dallas Blackhawks of the Central League before signing with the NHL's California Golden Seals in 1974, where he played until the franchise moved to Cleveland in 1977, becoming the Cleveland Barons. Mike was captain of the NHL Colorado Rockies hockey team in the late 1970s, and his NHL career ended with the Vancouver Canucks in 1981. Mike settled in Colorado after his career ended and started a second career as a sales representative that allowed him to enjoy his other passion, golf. He represented several well-known brands including Callaway and Top Flight before retiring in 2010. Mike died of kidney disease on July 11, 2019. He was married to his wife of 47 years molly and they had two daughters lisa and colleen and a son dan as well as four grandchildren in this episode we hear tributes from four of mike's teammates former nhlers mike lampman george pay suit dave gardner and paul gardner first up in our tribute to mike christie is mike lampman mike played at the university of denver in the early 70s with mike christie Mike went on, of course, to play in the National Hockey League with the St. Louis-Vancouver and the Washington Capitals.
1: Well, what's, what's interesting about Mike and I and some of my uh, other teammates, we were the last freshman class that couldn't play in the NCAA, which, which meant we were part of a freshman team at the university and couldn't play in the varsity uh, games. And that was our freshman year was the year that uh, we won the national championship um, against Ken Dryden at the Broadmoor. So we were a pretty close knit uh, group, Mike included. And, and Mike was just uh, an exceptionally talented player Um, Murray Armstrong, the coach, uh, you know, it was, these were the old days, of course, when there's only one coach and, um, there wasn't too much that Murray could coach, uh, or teach Mike with his natural God-given ability. So, so he, um, he started basically our sophomore years were basically our freshman years. In other words, we, he and I started along with Ross Woodley and, and others, uh, started our sophomore year playing full time. And, um, Mike's junior year was his best year, his all American year. So, so, um, you know he really excelled in uh, his junior year, and my, you know, our collective junior and senior year, we went to the Final Four. So Mike had Mike had an exceptional junior year, and unfortunately, hurt himself his uh, senior year. So that translated to him being signed by Chicago. Uh, as a free agent, pretty much going undrafted uh, because of, you know, no uh, track record his senior year. But, uh, boy, he uh, he was uh, a major part of the team. Um, you know, he was clearly, quite frankly, our best defenseman. And he was one of the guys, you know, what I liked about Mike is he was one of the guys and um, and really showed up at uh, all the team events and we all, and he stayed for four years like I did, which is, beco- which is becoming very rare these days. You know, you know, as as we know, but uh, highly skilled, a good personable guy, um, smart in the classroom. You know, we all made it through in four years with a degree. And then, as I say, unfortunately, he hurt himself his senior year, but got drafted by Chicago, uh, you know, in large part, I think, because of the Keith Magnuson connection with uh, the with U and uh, Harry Ottenbright. I, while I don't know for sure was Keith's agent uh, Magnuson's when he turned pro and Cliff Coral, And I know he was mine until Harry passed away, but Harry was part of the, I think reason why Chicago picked uh, Mike up and then Mike got, traded uh, to uh, California Golden Seals and really uh, reinvented his game because uh, Mike was, uh, you know, wasn't afraid to uh, fight at any point in time. But in college, you know, he wasn't known, especially as a guy that would drop the gloves and get into a fight, you know, and. If it if it did happen, obviously he could have handled himself just fine. But uh, uh, he really, as I say, t- reinvented his game. Where he was a pretty tough guy as a pro, and was one of the guys that uh, you know, when the Flyers came into town, that uh, you know the Schultzes and Kellys and Seleskis had to de- you know had to uh, deal with if it came to that.
0: George Pesuit played two years alongside Mike Christie on defense with the California Seals, and he recalls Mike from those days in Oakland.
2: Well, I guess the best way to describe Mike, I mean, he was very well-liked by all the guys. Uh, you know, he wasn't a flashy player by any means, uh, uh, but play, he was very intelligent, uh, got the job done. And, and he always had the guys back, you know, as I think we just spoke about his incident in Philadelphia. I like, this. Whenever go in, when you go into the Bears' den and you, uh, you know, you back your teammates up, that says a lot about you, you know. I roomed with Mike uh, quite often on the road, and, uh, you know, I always wanted Mike to be a pretty, you know, he was, actually, I was one of the single guys, and he was one of the married guys. He was married to Molly back then, his wife. And naturally, you know, a lot of the married guys like Al McAdam and different guys hung around together. And, you know, the single guys kind of did their thing. But uh, I'd say Mike had a very good demeanor, you know. He probably was like we all are. We can be hard on ourselves at times, but I think he had a pretty, uh, pretty good personality.
0: George remained in close contact with Mike in the latter years of his life in an effort to get the word out about Mike's situation and hopes that he could receive that kidney transplant.
2: I know when talking to Mike, it was pretty sad because uh, the state of Colorado, he told me there was 1,800 people waiting for a kidney, which uh, you know, is pretty incredible. Mike was like stage 5, so I think he had like, uh, as Molly, and I had a lot of contact with Lisa, his daughter, and because uh, she was a lot, you know, with social media, more up to speed of things. So she said it was like <clears throat> under 20 or 15% kidney function. So without dialysis, you know, he, he wouldn't be able to live. And I also know the longer you go, and like I think Mike was probably three and a half years or more into it, that, you know, it's, it becomes more difficult the longer you're in there. And that's so how long he'd been waiting for a kidney. So it's pretty, and I, I, I mean, I hate to say this, but I called, which you'd, you would think normally would help is the NHL Alumni Association, whose new president is Glenn Healy. But I was a bit disappointed in that Glenn kind of didn't have the time of day to talk about it or do anything. And I go, well, what, what's the function of the alumni if you can't help, you know, one of your fellow players?
0: 10 year pro hockey veteran Dave Gardner. With teammates with Mike for two seasons in Oakland and two more as a member of the Cleveland Barons.
3: Well, as a player, uh, it took him a little bit to, uh, get orientated with, um, with NHL hockey. It was a little bit faster than college. And, um, uh, but he was able to adapt pretty quick. He was, uh, he was a bright guy. So he, he figured it out. And, um, uh, the, uh, and then again, the the good part about Mike was the, the fact that he'd do anything you wanted him to do. He play uh, left defense, right defense. He didn't care as long as he was out in the ice. So, and uh, I think the one thing I'd have to uh, to add is that he cared about his teammates. So he always uh, would be there in case anybody was in a little bit of trouble. So that was a great asset.
0: Dave Gardner's brother, also a 10-year pro, Paul Gardner, was teammates with Mike Christie as a member of the Colorado Rockies.
3: Yeah, Mike uh, uh, was a, always an upbeat guy. Uh, I certainly enjoyed being a, a teammate of his. Uh, on the ice, he was a very, very competitive guy, played hard, uh, but, but did so with a smile. Like He enjoyed playing, he enjoyed practice, and uh he liked to laugh and uh, liked to pull uh, practical jokes and, and things like that. So I, I certainly in, enjoyed him uh, around the arena and uh, got to know him a little bit uh, away from the rink. Uh, he was a golfer and I myself loved to play. So we uh, we spent some time on the golf course a little bit. Again, uh, same way though, uh, very competitive, uh, wanted to win and uh, but enjoyed a laugh and a, and a smile all the time. Uh, I think it was uh, hard to see when uh, when Mike wasn't, uh, you know, a, a, an upbeat guy. And uh, again, joined him as a teammate and uh, and as a friend.
0: Mike Christie would eventually become the captain of the Colorado Rockies. And I asked Paul about Mike's leadership skills.
3: He he stuck up for his teammates, uh, you know, more than once, if there was anything involved, uh, with uh, pushing and chubbing or uh, fighting, which was, uh, you know, a lot more in, in those days, he was, uh, he was writing, uh, with you as a teammate or he was making sure that the whole team was sticking together. And so I, uh, yeah, I saw the leadership qualities in him. He worked hard in practice, which I think most, uh, coaches want their captains to do, but he, he competed every game, no matter what the score. And at times in Colorado, it could, you know, it could get out of hand, uh, being a younger group. And uh, so I, I could certainly see where where a coach would make him a captain or certainly a leader of the of the hockey club.
0: Thanks for listening to our tribute to Mike Christie. Certainly, the themes that resonated throughout his former teammates' comments were hard work courage, and loyalty. They all agreed that Mike Christie was a stand-up guy that they were proud to call a teammate and a friend. Thank you for listening.